Welcome to the Reversing Diabetes Podcast with Delane ND, the podcast for people looking to correct chronic illnesses such as diabetes through lifestyle change. I'm Dr. Delane Vaughn. As a physician, I see many patients who are ill because of lifestyle decisions such as food choices. Typically, diseases such as diabetes are managed with pills or injections. This approach creates a vicious, expensive, and unhealthy cycle of medication and then more medication to address the negative side effects. As a physician and a life coach, I work with clients to resolve their diseases, get off their medications, and live a naturally healthy life. If you don't like the healthcare system in America, I recommend you use less of it by being naturally healthy. So if you feel there has to be a better, more natural way to live a healthy life, you are in the right place. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD, podcast episode 156, I believe. So today we are going to talk about how to make a plan to reverse your type 2 diabetes. I feel like this is what everybody wants to know, but of course the way that I teach it is a little bit different and the really important part is not the plan and we're going to talk about why that is. So the important part of this podcast is really going to be at the end of the podcast. I'm going to teach you the plan. It's going to take a few minutes, nothing magical about it. I'm going to tell you what you can expect. And then we're going to talk about where people get hung up on this, where people struggle with this and why people struggle with this. So for any plan that you're interested in making, you're going to have to have a time frame that you want. This is kind of where I'm going to talk a little bit about what you can expect. Lots of women can reverse their type 2 diabetes within about three months. In the first six weeks, you're going to see your blood sugars normalize, and that's really going to be an element of you changing your diet. And the next six weeks, so for a total of 12 weeks, you're going to have your insulin resistance reverse. For women who get really aggressive, they can see these changes pretty quickly. If that's what you want, awesome. I would highly recommend you set a time frame for making this change, whether it be three months or six months or 12 months, whatever that is. And then decide the milestones that you want to see. So by six weeks, I want to see my after meal blood sugars be less than 130 and I want to see my fasting blood sugars being less than 110, whatever that looks like. And then, you know, by six months, I want consistent fasting blood sugars to be under... 95 and I want all my after meal blood sugars to be less than 120, whatever it looks like. Those numbers are consistent with normal human biology and available to most human beings. So if you are unaware that that is possible, recognize that it is, but that's the first step. You decide the result that you want and I encourage people to make a time frame that you're going to create those results. If not, we end up just pushing it off, pushing it off and procrastinating. So then once you figure out the result that you want, then you have to figure out the actions you need to perform to get that result. So if the result you're trying to create is to have normal blood sugars by November 1st, 2022, then what actions are you going to need to be taking to create that? For me, I know, like I help women do this all the time, so I know the actions that I see women who create this result take. I see them making a food plan, counting up carbohydrates, and measuring blood sugars consistently. That is the thing that I see them doing consistently. I see them making single changes 
and then evaluating the data that they get from those single changes. So I cut my carbohydrate count back to 40 grams a day and then I collected the data. The single changes, I increased my carbohydrate count to 50 grams of carbs per day and I collect that data, right? Like that's the single changes. These are the actions that I see women take. These are the actions that I have taken to normalize my insulin levels and my blood sugars. So what actions are you going to have to take to create this result that you want in your life? Another action that some people will do to help create the result of normalizing their blood sugars by November 1, 2022 might be implementing an exercise program or implementing a meditation program or getting better sleep. These are all strategies that you can use to normalize your blood sugars, normalize your insulin resistance. So this is the plan. Those steps, those action steps, those action plans are the things that you need to do. That's the plan for reversing your type 2 diabetes. And I just explained it to you in less than five minutes. This is not complicated. Okay. The complicated part, the part that gets people hung up, the obstacle that most women have to overcome or figure out how to navigate is why they aren't doing it right now. And almost always for all of the women, the reason they are not doing it right in this moment is because of a feeling that they are going to have to experience. Women verbalize this obstacle to me and it sounds something along the lines of, I don't know how to manage eating out when I'm with my coworkers at lunch. That's the way they verbalize it. Or they verbalize it, I don't know how to manage my family having one meal and me having another meal. I can't eat the way they do and they won't eat the things that I need to eat. Or it sounds like I don't know how to manage sitting on the couch in the evening after a hard day and not sitting and munching on a bag of candy. This is the way they verbalize it. This is what they think they need an action plan to manage. They want me to tell them when you go out to eat with your friends at work, you need to choose this and this and this food. Or they will say they need to figure out how to make their family eat the food that they need to eat. How do I navigate that? Or they think that they need their jaw wired shut in the evening so that they aren't eating the candy. And what I want to offer you is none of those things are the reality, right? You can learn the strategy of looking at a menu prior to going to a restaurant and deciding what you eat. That's fine. That's a strategy, but invariably they tell me that they're at a restaurant that, you know, only serves pasta. How do I manage that? They believe, we as humans believe that we need to get the others in our life to make different choices in order to allow us to make the choices that we need to make for ourselves. And that, of course, is the worst way to manage any situation because we can't control what other people do. We can't tell everybody at work. We're not going to. Most of us are not going to tell all of our coworkers we must go to this one salad restaurant all the time so that I can manage the things that I need in my life. That is not going to create the results that we want. We cannot force our husbands, our spouses, our partners, our children to eat the salad and salmon that we are going to eat in order to normalize our blood sugars. We can't force them to do that. And when we try to, we feel manipulative and they feel manipulated. 
not going to work long term. We cannot go and get our jaws wired shut every single evening or long term even in order to not eat and munch on candy in the evening when we feel overwhelmed from the day. I would offer to you the jaw wiring shut doesn't even work because we can suck down McDonald's shakes with our jaw wired shut. This is not a functional plan for normalizing our blood sugars. So we believe we need to change these situations in order to not have to navigate the issue. And what I want to offer you is that is not how you execute a plan to reverse your type 2 diabetes. What needs to happen in order for us to reverse our type 2 diabetes, to stop eating the foods that are making us sick, the thing that has to happen is we have to get very good at feeling our feelings. And I know this sounds like really hippy-dippy work. This sounds like not executing a plan because everybody wants the plan, right? But what I want to offer you is no matter where you bring the belief that when everybody else is eating pizza and calzones and I am eating a salad and they look at me like I'm awkward, wherever you bring that belief that I'm eating differently and they're going to notice and I'm going to seem like an outsider, anywhere you bring that belief, you are going to bring awkwardness. So learning to sit with feeling awkward is step one. It's going to take time for you to have this experience, feel the awkwardness, and collect different information. And what I mean is going into going out to the pizza place, right? Like today, your coworker's like, hey, let's go get pizza. And you're like, nope, it's Monday. I'm changing my ways. I'm not eating this way anymore. It is making me sick. I'll go. And in your brain, you're like, I'm going to have to get a salad. And then you start. They're going to all look at me weird. They're all going to be eating pizzas and calzones. I'm going to be sitting there with a salad and chicken. And they're going to judge me. And that immediately starts the anxiety. And the anxiety comes from this feeling of I'm going to feel awkward. In this situation, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. That's the part you have to get good at. Because the reality of it is when you're feeling the awkwardness and you choose to have the pizza or the calzone, the thing that's going to make your blood sugar bad, the result that you create from that is that now you are noticing where you're not doing it right. You believe you're going to be judged by your friends, by your coworkers for what you eat, but in turn, you're the one that ends up judging yourself and you're judging yourself in a way that you don't really like. You're not saying, oh, I did a great job. No, you're saying, oh, this isn't really what I wanted in my life. I don't want this disease in my life anymore. And here I've done the thing that's creating the disease in my life. So recognize the action of eating the calzone instead of the salad, comes from our inability to sit and feel awkward. That is the only thing. It's the only issue. It is our inability to sit and feel awkward. So get into your body and figure out what awkward feels like. Like, where do you feel it? Is it in your chest? For me, it's in my chest. It's kind of this high vibration. It's a little... um thicker than like just simple stress or anxiety. That's a pretty fine vibration, but the the vibration that goes with awkward is a little thicker. 
and it's not comfortable, but it's certainly not painful. And here's the thing. Here's the mic drop. Here's the, the mind-blowing revelation I'm going to give you. Awkward will never kill you. Feeling awkward will never kill you. Eating pizza because you're unable to feel awkward, that will kill you in the long term. That will actually cut years off your life. Feeling awkward won't do it, though. Learning how to sit with that vibration in my chest that's a little thicker, it's a little heavier, it's a little thumpier than anxiety and stress. Learning to sit with that feeling in my chest while I eat a salad and everybody else eats burgers and pizza, that's, that is the key to creating the health that I want in my life. That right there is it. That's all it is. That is what we need help with. It's the same thing with our families and watching our kids eat foods or watching our spouses or partners eat foods that aren't fabulous, right? A lot of times that is a desire issue, right? Like I have to make myself a salad and I just made them burgers and french fries and potato chips or whatever it is, right? Like whatever it is that you've made for them because that's what they will eat and that's not the food that you're going to eat. And you're sitting there looking at it and you're like, man, I wish I could have burgers. I wish I could have a burger and bun. I wish I could have french fries. I wish I could have all these foods. Why do they get to eat it and I don't get to eat it? It's a bunch of junk. It's crap that I can't eat that food. This feels horrible. I just want that food. It's my favorite. It tastes so good. Pretzel buns are the best. When you're sitting there and telling yourself that, you're feeling desire for the food and then you're telling yourself, but I have to eat a burger and a salad and not the burger with the bun on it, just the burger patty and a salad and this is a bunch of crap and then we feel deprived, right? Like that's the, the feeling we experience. You don't need another action to take. You don't need to know what else to do. Like, what do I need to do in this situation? Do I need to move out of the house when my family eats a burger and bun and fries and I can't eat that, so I got to go and eat it somewhere else? No. The obstacle you have to learn to navigate and overcome is how do I feel desire for food and not comply with eating that food? That is the obstacle that needs to be overcome. That's it. How do I sit and feel deprived because they can eat it and I can't, which I would offer as a bunch of crap? There's no two things. One, they can't eat it. It's not like suddenly their biology is different than the rest of the human's biology and that they won't create the same biology in their body by eating burgers and buns and fries and junk food that you've created in your body. No, that's going to happen. And that may be a whole different thing that you want to deal with. But in the moment when you're making dinner, that feeling of deprivation that they can do it and you can't is what you're needing to navigate, the obstacle you're needing to work through. Recognize it's not true. The second thing I want to tell you is that deprivation is defined as suffering a lack of basic material or benefits. It's like dealing with a damaging effect from having not the basic materials or a benefit that you think you should have. What I want to offer you is that anything that causes disease in your body is not a benefit to you. That's a, a, a lie our brain tells us. 
not eating food that causes disease in our body is not deprived because eating the food creates a disease. That's not a benefit. Our brain has that backwards. So not allowing our brain to tell us the story that we're deprived because it's not even true. It's not, there's no benefit from that food for us. It's only creating disease. So we're not deprived of anything. That's thought work that we can work on. But in the moment, again, like sitting there in the moment with your coworkers and feeling awkward only to realize that they're not really paying attention to what we're eating. And the awkwardness is coming from our own self-judgment that you won't realize until you're willing to sit with the awkwardness. You're not going to realize that feeling deprived or feeling desire isn't going to hurt you. None of this is going to physically harm you. It's a feeling I need to sit with. You're not going to figure out the answer until you're willing to sit with that discomfort, with that uncomfortable feeling. Same thing within the evening after a day of work and you're overwhelmed and the kids are finally in bed and you're finally having some calm down and you've got all these things you need to do and you've got to catch up the stuff for work and laundry needs to be done and the dishes are still there and you're feeling overwhelmed. And you're like, what I need is a bag of candy. I just can't even feel this overwhelm. Sitting with the overwhelm and not letting it drive your brain to the candy is the obstacle you have to learn to overcome. This is the skill set you need to figure out. It is not an action of removing all the candy from the house and then hiding the car keys so you can't go get some or wiring your jaw shut or any of those things. That is not the, the fix to the underlying issue. The fix to the underlying issue is I can sit in my body and I can feel the vibrations that overwhelm creates in my body. I can realize that it's not a problem. And then I can go from there and figure out how I want to manage it. And the example of going out with your coworkers, realizing that the belief that I am awkward is coming from self-judgment, not from our coworkers judging us. When we think about the situation with our family eating one thing at dinner and we need to eat something different and we feel desire for the food and we feel deprivation, again, the fix for that is to sit with it and then realize, oh, I'm not deprived of anything here. That food makes humans sick. That's not depriving myself. That's not the missing or the lack of a benefit. That's me not making myself sick. It's the same thing with this feeling in the evening of being overwhelmed, right? I don't have to clean the dishes. I don't have to do the laundry. I will find something else to wear or I can wear dirty clothes. All of this is on the table. Do I want to have my clothes nice and clean because I like the way it smells? Do I love coming downstairs in the morning and having a clean kitchen? If the answer is yes and you choose to exchange time to create those things that you enjoy, awesome. But you don't have to. No need to feel overwhelmed. Nobody's making you do any of it. Sometimes we want to feel overwhelmed. Sometimes our life is so full and there are so many things going on that we want to have that feeling of overwhelm. Also not a problem because you're a human being and human beings are perfectly capable of feeling all the feelings. So you are perfectly capable of feeling all the feelings that come up that in the past have driven you to eat foods that are making you sick with type 2 diabetes. What I want to offer you is you can make a plan for fixing your type 2 diabetes and that's awesome. Make the plan. 
but don't make it so complicated that you don't execute it. And don't be confused to think that the actions are what creates that result. The actions are not what creates that result. Learning to sit with the feelings that you need to feel, that you will feel when you're creating those actions and doing the action instead, that is the skill, right? The feeling of deprivation does not create the action of eating the foods that you need to eat. The feeling of overwhelm in the evening is not going to create the action of keeping your carbs below 50 grams per day. The feeling of awkwardness is not going to create the action of making the food choices that you need to in the moment to create the result of reversing your type 2 diabetes. Awkwardness is not going to create those actions. You are going to have to learn to have a feeling and not let the action you execute come from that feeling. Level 2.0 is when you learn to create a different feeling so that you have this natural flow of those actions, but you don't know what that is until you can just sit with those unpleasant emotions first, okay? So that is the skill. That is the thing that you need to do. When you think about a plan to reverse your type 2 diabetes, the actions you execute have to be done despite the feelings that you have. That is the plan. And that's not what most people are talking about. And that's not what most women realize that they actually need to be doing in the moment. It's not the things, it's not the 10 point checkoff list. That's not nearly as important as learning to sit with your feelings, even when they're unpleasant and they don't drive the actions that you need to be having. So this is the work that we do in my program. The women that I work with are bright, they are witty, they're smart, they're high achievers, they're type A personalities, they do the things. They are not needing information about what to eat and what not to eat. They all know the basics. I need to cut back on the number of carbohydrates and the sugary stuff that I'm eating in order to reverse my type 2 diabetes. Recognize that's not the issue. The issue is why we continue to eat the things even when we know that they make us sick. And what I want to offer you is the reason that we do this is because we are unable to sit with the feelings that come up when we are not eating the foods that we know we need to not eat. That knowledge base is there. Why we continue to do things that make us sick, that's where my program will help you. So if this is something you're looking for, is that if this is the work you know you need to do, send me a message, delane at delanemd.com. We'll set up a consult. You'll see how my program will work for you, and we can get you started taking care of the part that you need to actually take care of. All right. I hope that was helpful. I will be back next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Also, leave me a review. If you want to resolve your diabetes naturally without any pills or injections, I can help you. Visit DelaneMD.com for more information. Click on the Work With Me tab, send me a message, and we can set up a mini coaching session. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.